Are you ready to be punched in the nuts by the truth? Then get ready for the number one no-nonsense, zero bullshit, whiner-free podcast that Time Spiral Magazine stated. What Viagra does for old people, this show does for magic players. It's the one, the only, Public Enemies Podcast. With your hosts in alphabetical order, because we didn't want to offend anybody, Dr. Jesus. Howdy to all you ladies out there in Radio Land. Jay Bush. God damn it. And last but never least, Tangents. When life gives you lemons, quit. So lube up your ear holes and prepare to be skullclad. Because you're tuned into Public Enemies. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode, oh, what is this, 22 of Public Enemies Podcast. I am Tangent. With me, as always, is the angriest little bitch in magic, Dr. Jeebus. Hey, how's it going? And, of course, the badass rock star who interrupts everyone's shout-outs himself, Kevy Freakin' Metal. What is up, motherfuckers? What's up, dude? So, uh, yeah, this is, we're back and actually I'm assuming on our own feed this time, eh, Jeebs? Uh, yeah, we will be. The other one will be put in our feed as well. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So, yeah, we won't be in disguise anymore as Jinx Idols podcast. We'll be back as public enemies from now on. And, um, but yeah. Jinx Idols is still a thing. It was just that one time. Right, right, right. Good and point. And it confused the shit out of me, because I was sitting around <laughs> waiting for this episode to come up. I, was like, I know it was on like five minutes of that episode. And <laughs> sitting around waiting for it, and then it all of a sudden dawned on me. I was like, oh, Jinx Titles, or is it? Ah. And I finally <laughs> listened to it, and I felt really dumb, because that was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, So... Yeah, anyway, we're, uh, we're back and we've been asking for people to send us questions, comments, things they want us to discuss. And we've gotten some responses so far. Did you end up checking the email there, Jeebs, to see if we have any, uh, email questions? You know what? I will do that right now. That's my money a is, my money is on, it's a project. It's already it's done. Project for you. No, well, There's it was a quick there. project. All right. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we do have a few things to discuss. Um, I'm not sure. Is there anything before we get into to listeners' comments or questions? Is there anything in the magic universe you guys wanted to discuss? I've got this thing on the end of my dick. I'm not really sure who in the magic universe caused it, but it's, uh, it doesn't look healthy. I think it was the Armada worm that probably caused it, from what I understand. He's kind of a... That more, yeah, yeah, more than more than likely. Um, so actually, I have I have a topic to discuss. That's relevant. Oh, Jeebus, there we go. Jeebus is the one that caused it. Oh, okay. no, so I know this is actually going to come as probably a shock to most of the magic community, but uh, you're fired, tangent. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like really, Armada worm penis jokes still. Come on. <laughs> I thought you were better than that. With the stupid thing, all right? So I was well, just... No, the artist did, because he, like... 
obviously that's what that is, but come on. Well, this what? is our moto hero, and like, I mean, as we all know, like, you know, he's been absent from the magic community for a little while. Yeah, so. exactly. Give me a break. <laughs> we, we like, gotta give him a little behind you guys. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, yeah, I'm fired. All right, cool. I'm rehired. Uh, let's let's get into this shit. So, other than than Kevy's obvious, um, yeah, issues. Growing pains. Let's call right. them growing. And, right. Um, we we have a few few uh, listener feedback, comments, questions, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the first one was Nina had been freaking out on Twitter over an article that was put up on Channel Fireball, and the the writer was let's see who is this Quentin Martin, I guess. Or at least that is, is that? that is the writer, or is he just the one that posted it? No, 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 he's the one who wrote it. I have no idea who the fuck he is, though. Okay, so some dude named Quentin Martin, who apparently Channel Fireball thinks is good enough of a writer to write on their website, um, posted... Oh, in fact, he's one of the most respected players in the game that I've never heard of. So, really? there you go. Directly from his little bio. Off the top of my head, he is the highest ranked player in the UK for five years. Yes. Who gives a shit about England? One pro (laughs) tour top eight and a spot on the Canadian national team in 2009. No wonder why we've never heard of him. He's Canadian. Wait, so he's he's the highest ranked (laughs) player in England, but he was on the Canadian nationals nationals team. Like, yeah. talk about being a fucking traitor. It seems like this motherfucker is just, like, whole, like skirting the whole thing. Like, he's just like, you know what? I did some shit in Germany. I did some shit in, you know, Botswana. Like, I, I've got all these titles, but, like, you know, well, you're not doing well in America. Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. So this guy, this, okay, let's not, you know, make the Canadians feel bad. He is English, obviously, and for some reason. <laughs> The Canadian team, so we won't. Yeah, I do like the Canadians. Yeah, all the man deprived people don't have to cry in their in their maple syrup. So. Holy shit! This is a conspiracy. Hey. What? <laughs> England is sending like their absolute worst people to Canada to make everyone think Canada is a terrible place. Because know who else uh-huh. is English that lives in Canada? Lansdale. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe these guys are, maybe the, this guy is uh, inspiring Lansdale. Lansdale wants to be in this guy's image, so that's the reason why he's, you know, so active in the community nowadays. But anyway, this guy's art. What was that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm getting better at the interrupting. You interrupted him just to say go ahead. So now you're interrupting yep. politely. That's that's a step yeah. up. Yeah, that's step cool. up. That's support right there. It's like I'm I'm going, but you just want to like give me that extra push to get across the finish line. Go. All it's gonna be is all it's gonna be is I'm just gonna build this all up and I'm gonna rant for 25 minutes about shit that doesn't even matter. <laughs> if you guys don't let me interrupt shit, then I'm just gonna I'm gonna yell about stuff that has no relevance whatsoever. <laughs> That was like a threat. So go ahead, Dadget. <laughs> We're just going to hear you, like, starting to, like, build up your explosion. You're yeah. going to, like, keep on. <laughs> and then I'm going to start yelling about McDonald's french fries for fucking 45 minutes. 
All right. So Quentin Martin, uh, he, he basically has this article called Making Magic Better. And it was such a great article, according to Channel Fireball, that they made it a feature article. And what this is about is, um, well, let's see. Is it he about runs, making magic better? It, well, that's what he thinks. He says I, he, that he has run an online company and lived in Canada for a year. So apparently this gives him the, uh, the knowledge and expertise that it requires to decide what's best for magic, wizards of the coast, and, you know, the community of magic in general. Um, one of the things, there, there's, he mentions worlds in here, um, where basically he's trying, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not even sh- uh, gonna get into what he says about worlds, cause really the main things to me are the fact that he thinks Grand Prix are, uh, they're, they're too lengthy, um, and the prize support is too horrible. He thinks the reason why they're so lengthy is because there's just too many people. So in order to build the prize pool while at the same time removing the, the um, or shortening the length of the tournament um, by reducing the number of people, he thinks the cost should be increased to $100. Um, and he said $70 at least. And he goes on to explain how this would benefit people. And also explaining that, uh, that Grand Prix are competitive tournaments. And so it's not for everyone anyway. But that's not what Grand Prix are for. Grand Prix are the opportunity for the casual player to like bump, rub elbows with the, the pros and the higher player. It's their opportunity to, you know, have a chance to make the big time basically. I mean, yeah, you can go to PTQs. And you can have a good opportunity, but I mean, this is just, it's ridiculous. And then for the, for the kids who can't afford to pay the hundred dollars, the kids or, I mean, I think he uses kids and the people who are too poor to afford the hundred dollar buy-in. He says you could continually fire off satellites for $15 like all day for you know, leading up to the Grand Prix or whatever, $15 satellites and whoever wins the satellite. Tournament. Okay, first of all, stop saying satellite. They're called side events. Hey, this is magic. <laughs> this isn't poker, which is what he thinks it is. Right? He's saying this. So, yes, the side events or, I mean, well, whatever. You could almost call it a trial, right? Like, this is a trial for the GP, except you're not getting buys off of it. But anyway, regardless of it, he... These events, he says, you could buy them for 15 bucks. you get into an eight-man queue, and the winner gets uh, GP entry. So this is his great idea. Um, what do you guys think about making, you know, or I mean, running? This is, I, this is a concern that they have, though. Like, GPs are getting too big and too long. Um, it's It's a problem that, you know, some of us are fortunate to encounter as well, but... Regardless, like, it's something they have to deal with. This is the worst possible way to do it. Like, or at least, like, the worst way to say it. Like, raising the entry fee probably isn't a bad idea, but that's way too high. Um, but at the same time, you don't wanna, you don't wanna have this elitist attitude of, like, no kids allowed, you know, no noobs, like, cause yeah, like you said, it's, it's supposed to be open invitation. You know, it's, I don't know, I'm just so mad about the entire article. It's hard to uh, properly enunciate everything. 
But, I mean... <laughs> and then he, oh, he also mentioned wanting to have, like, multiple day ones and other sorts of bullshit, like... Yeah, exactly, right, right, two day ones. Yeah, well, get the, get the fuck over it. Like, it, you know, you can bitch and whine all you want. Like, okay, fine. You know what? If you don't like how it's run, you don't like, you know, what's going on, like, it, but at the same time, here you are, like, you... From what I'm understanding of this, you're, you're trying to get out, like, you know, your, your newer players, your, your people that don't fucking belong there, but is that not just, you know, basically a buy for you if you are actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, let, let me read this specific part exactly just so that people can understand how elitist this sounds, okay? Along with what you're saying. It is also important to understand that losing players by having a raised cost is not necessarily a bad thing. Grand Prix are not for everyone. They're a competitive level event. The casual player perhaps shouldn't be playing in them anyway. So a raised cost might save them the money they would otherwise have spent entering, but can now spend on something that gives them a higher return on investment, such as F&M. Well, thank you for deciding what casual players should be using right. their money for. No casual player would ever want to go hang out with thousands of other Magic players playing Magic all day oh, long. Oh no, for no and why would they? reason whatsoever would I like? If I was just a casual player, I would not want to hang out. Like, I'd hang out with you two. I'd hang out with Maddie. I'd <laughs> hang out with Scotty. I'd hang out with Jay. But I am not going to actually go to an event hoping I'd run into one or two of you and then have to deal with the rest of the smelly fucking people that are there. <laughs> yeah, so, but you want the opportunity yeah, yeah. to be able to do it, right? Like, you don't want someone yeah. telling you, right. no, like, I mean, whether I can or can't do it. But no, what it, what it sounds like to me, and again, you know, hey, I might be uninformed because I, I'm the newer player, but you know what? Fuck it. I, I'll give you my opinion anyway. Like, from a, what it sounds like is, like, okay, you've got a guy who is basically – you know, pissed off at the fact that, like, he's sick of dealing with the people that are under him, whether it be uh, magic-wise, socially, whatever. Um, the the people that are under him, as far as his point of view, at, at GPs and shit, but not good enough to be with what he feels are his peers, which by far I don't believe this, like, you know, the, the pro tour wise. So, like, this guy is is bitching and whining because he feels like he doesn't want to deal with these lesser people coming to, you know, his GPs and being able to actually, you know, like you said, like just, you know, be there, rub shoulders with pros and and actually have a good time and and just really fucking put forth the effort to to try to to be, you know, get to a point where you can get on the pro tour. This guy is bitching and whining cuz he doesn't want to deal with this shit, but he's not good enough to be on the pro tour. And so yeah. this bothers him. Like the people beneath him bother than it bother him. But uh, yet like you know, that's exactly, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, well, I mean, no. he has, he has been on the pro tour, so I don't know if it's fair to say he's not good enough. Okay. Um, it's just right. like, he's, again, like he wants, his entire thing, he I'll talks about poker a lot, and he wants, he just wants magic to be more like poker. That's the problem. Right. <laughs> he plays poker, dude. Like. Yeah, no, I mean, like, well, that's the big thing, is like, like, that's the real issue. He wants magic to be a game that it is not. And that's not cool, man. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and then, okay, another thing here. Now, he talks about the Pro Tour, blah, blah, blah. 
he also talks about magic online accounts and the fact that like like he believes that MTGO sh- should have a smartphone app now i don't and he's he basically is trying to say that MTGO is not so complicated a product that it takes three iterations uh and still not have a great product that MTGO more or less he's saying that MTGO should be able to have uh an app for the smartphone and it shouldn't be that difficult to do it have, it have you ever played an app. They... MTGO on the computer? <laughs> it, it, yeah. I mean, well, uh, <laughs> and could you comprehend something like that? Like, he compares it to, uh, other games, uh, that are out there that, that are on the, uh, on the, on the phone that, that they do have apps for. And, um, I'm sorry, but like Ascension and Shadow Era. There is no game that has as complicated a rule system as Magic. Right. Not yeah, only well, that, the, those, those, yeah, those games are also well. designed for, like, you know, Ascension, or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, like, Soulforge is coming out. Like, and Ascension, you know, somewhat is kind of the same thing. Like, those games are designed later, the, desi- for, like, from the get-go. Those are designed for incorporating the the online version of it, like that, you know, uh, Ascension wasn't exa- I mean, there, there are paper cards for Ascension, Ascension in my. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah there are. Then you get to Soulforge and the whole point of Soulforge was to do it like w- without paper and, and, and actually to explore the space of being able to do it without paper, like digital cards that transform as they go back through your deck and shit like that. And so right. th- those are designed with that in mind. Like this the, magic was designed in fucking 94 or well, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't designed like in 90. 90. Yeah, it was designed back in, and, and, and this is a game that is somehow still, been able to stand the test of all of the bull, like all of you shitty people out there that bitch and whine about it. That you know, that, oh well, this isn't fucking fair. Like, I mean, how much does it take to fucking like make this rule and this rule? Of course, they got to have you know ban lists and reserve lists and shit like that. But like, you take all these fucking all these different rules and you shove them together, and still somehow. We're at the point where we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of this game, and it's still, like, with all the rules, all the mechanics, everything that's gone into this fucking game, it still makes sense. Any other fucking game on the planet that actually can have that many different rules, that many, this, um, this size of card pool, and still actually makes sense. Yeah, and now try and get your little dinky-ass smartphone uh-huh. to play that game. Uh-huh. I mean, you'd need, like, a magnifying glass on top of a microscope in order to be able to actually see what was going on in the game, not to mention to make it intuitive and to make it to where, you, I mean, it's it's not that intuitive on the computer. Putting it on your smartphone would be senseless yeah. and stupid and would that's never like, be able to happen. Right, that's, like, uh, that's, that's a real issue. It's not... I'd, I'd love to have it. Like, I, I would love to be able to play fucking Moto. I'd lose my job, but I'd love to be able to play Moto on the fucking iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I, I exactly. absolutely would lose my job. But, like, here, great example. Okay, fine. You know what? Fuck it. You can't do, you can't force this fucking game and, and keep its integrity into an, a, an iPhone app or like a smartphone app, but you know, hey, you know what? If you can't do it that way, then the other technology is 
advancing. Um, but Scotty Mac the other day posted a picture of fucking on his Galaxy Note Magic Online. Yeah, not like forcing it into an iPhone app that's trying to fucking work. It well, he's got his Galaxy Note where the technology of the phone is able to just load the goddamn program onto his fucking phone and he can play it. Now, yeah, I don't think it would be appealing to sit around on you know even a large size screen of a fucking you know a personal device sit there and try like even you know the ipad maybe i mean they got pretty big screens but like i i I couldn't see sitting around on a fucking galaxy note and trying to fucking play magic online because you've got fucking stress to fucking see it but at the same time like i mean that's that's just that's now that's happening so you know give a couple years that's fine but uh, like i don't know yeah from what my experience with it you can't really count on fucking wizards to put it on there (laughs) you have to count on the technology to get better right like why would wizards put it on a phone though like i have it's getting it to run on a phone isn't an issue getting it to be playable is like a tablet would be fine although kind of stretching it a little bit but like you, you can't play Magic Online on a phone. There is no way with a screen that tall. Jeeps. Like I, I get the fact that like your normal like newer player like me couldn't because I've got like okay when I get on like on my laptop and I, I fire up Moto and I you know decide to go play a fucking draft or something like that. I've got a lot more decisions to make because I don't know this shit very well. It has nothing you, to do with that. You can't no, see on, the let, fucking. Let, yeah, okay, you can't tell me that you can't fucking, if, okay, the cards on Moto, you can fucking see them. You can see what the fuck they are. And even if they're smaller, you know, guess what? You, you're playing a control deck, you got 30 fucking lands on your fucking side of the board, and they start getting smaller and shit like that. You can't tell me you don't know what the fuck it is. Jeeves, I know goddamn good and well, you could fucking pick off <laughs> this small little thing. You know what that card is. You know what a fucking force of will is. You know what a fucking this and that is. Oh, I'll know exactly and what every could, card is, you but don't I have need to still the fucking, them. You, you don't read the fucking text on it. You you know what that does. So you could, like, your operation of the game, you can do whatever the fuck you want to. You could actually play this game on a fucking, like, a smartphone operating system way better than a lot of the people I know could. Because we actually have to read the cards at times to figure out what the fuck is going on. Well... I do. Okay, but, but, <laughs> but, you, but again, what you're again, talking you're about, ignoring what I'm you're saying. talking about thirty land. That there, I've had I've had games of Magic where I had five hundred plus tokens on the board, and you're not going to even against you, Kevy. I think I had a, a, a freaking yeah. board filled with sure. just shit tons of stuff, and you're not going to be able to do that on your freaking tiny ass phone, and you wouldn't want to. Like, and not to mention, aside from that, the processing power of the things that your phone's trying to do, combined with all the rules in the game, combined with the fact that, that the opera, I mean, the, the, uh, the system for the game itself is, is so clunky and crazy that it, I mean, it's not even, it doesn't work that well even on the computer, right? Right, like, right, it's right. Just, just so much to it. It's just such a complicated game. I mean, people say that it wouldn't, that it's not that complicated, but it's like, it's, it's, this game is older than a majority of the people playing it. That's true. Alright, now here's, here's something I did, um, for Kev to try and make my point. (laughs) 
No, I, I just, I took a screenshot of Moto, and I have now shrunk it to the size of my phone. It's the size of my, like, I have a pretty big phone, uh, uh-huh. to begin with. This is the size of the entire phone, not just the screen. Right. Now, I'm, like, I'm in a sealed deck building right now. Click on this and tell me, like, even if I can, ident- like, I can identify every card that I can see the image for there, but you think it's going to be, like, manageable? I can't see the clock. I have no idea how much time's left. You think I could actually build a deck? With my finger like this? Yeah, the, the <laughs> best part is, like, I can't even find it on my laptop. <laughs> I was trying to make an argument for everybody else, but <laughs> now, like, all I could do is get it to pull up this big picture for a tangent and, and titties in a head for Jeebus, and then... <laughs> Did you, well, hold on, can you see the chat log? Take a look at that picture. There we go. Yeah, tell me you can build the deck. Like, you could play... Maybe playing the game, but tell me you can build a deck with something that small. And again, this is actually, that's probably about 30% bigger than my screen this is, actually like, is. This is where you're going to lose me. Um, no, I couldn't. I, I mean, I get, like, you know, I don't know a whole, why the fuck are ads coming up on my shit? Um, <laughs> Virus. Good job. You know, like, I, I mean, I can get a couple of the cards. Like, I know what, you know, there's a Bellows Lizard and a Cremate and like, but yeah, you know, I get you. Like, I mean, you, you, I have to strain to look at them and figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. And like, take your, and like, <laughs> just look how small they are compared to your finger. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, that's not going to be fun. And again, you can't see the clock. You can't see the time clock. And not to mention, it's not like you're using a stylus on your phone. You're using your friggin' finger, right? right. That's I mean, why I just said compare them to your okay. finger. I know and, you said that, but what I'm saying is, is like, like on the note, th- there is a stylus that comes with the note. So that's also a totally different thing. Not to mention the note's bigger than your average phone, but right, it, it is quite a bit bigger than your average phone. But like, okay, here's you know, just as an example, and like, I don't know the semantics behind this. But I'm just trying to argue a point. Um, okay, say, like, okay, you know, you guys have iPhones. You ever fucking try to type anything on an iPhone? The, the, your keyboard's a lot smaller. But then, like, as you type, like, a, as you touch that, that letter, the letter mm-hmm. gets bigger. Like, it, <laughs> the letter gets bigger so you can kind of see what's going on. So, okay, you know, say, for instance, this picture of what Jeeves just popped up, like his deck. So you, you touch down on, like, you know, with your finger, you touch down on that, and it expands. And then you're like, oh, you know, it, it, this would be something that they'd have to write into it. This isn't just, you know, obviously. But then you'd be trying to, like, design a sealed deck when you can only see, like, six cards out of 90 at a time. Well, see, I don't get it. It's not that you you can't see it. You you put your fucking finger on it, and it expands a little bit. All right, how about this? Kev, you're wrong. Let's move on. Yeah, well... Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You are wrong. You're very wrong. You've listened to my other podcast before. (laughs) I refuse to be wrong. (laughs) But you're so... Well, you're arguing the point of this guy... Who's obviously an idiot. That would be the one thing that you'd probably not want to do. You're here. But hey, so speaking of I, another stupid thing this guy said, since we're moving on from this, because <laughs> uh, there was there was no shortage of stupid uh-huh. coming from this guy. I'm on Team England now. No, this guy. <laughs> team Canadian England. I got a fucking Canadian. I live in America. I got a Canadian flag on my fucking shoulder at the moment, and I'm on Team England right now. Yeah, no, fuck you guys. I'm just fucking. I'm arguing the adverse of whatever you have to say. Yeah, he's he's that- Canadian. 
I'm King England right now. <laughs> Man, that word just so doesn't mean what you think it does. But anyway, <laughs> um, but moving on. So this guy wants GPs to be smaller, which they probably need to. But he also thinks, even though, again, as far as we know, Wizards is of the opinion that uh, the Pro Tours are too big already. Uh, he wants people to be able to buy into the Pro Tour rather than actually having to earn your way in. Like, right. Like TCG player events. Yes, like TCG player events. You just buy the cards that have the thing on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, uh, you, buy, you buy your points and you just go play. So yeah, that's, uh, like, that's not how the Pro people. Tour should work. Yeah, I would, I would think not. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it takes away from the no, whole... No, no, wait, 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 hold on. Yes, that's how it should work. <laughs> Dude, Kevy. Kevin, you are so incredibly wrong right now. Yep. I'm kidding. I'm saying it. <laughs> I, I know, I know you want to be, you want to be Can English, but, uh, that's. I'm Can English tonight. <laughs> All there is to it. Oh, no, my I, God. I absolutely disagree with that. Yeah. And it like, it's incredibly stupid. It's like, yeah, I want to be a pro golfer. How much do I have to pay to get on? Oh, uh, 10,000? Cool. Pro golfer it is. Yeah, if you do that, then, like, yeah, well, Boosh would be a pro golfer. He'd just stop buying magic cards. <laughs> yeah, just as soon he as he could afford the $10,000. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, but, he, I mean, let's not forget, this, like, this guy said too many stupid things for us to possibly talk about all in this one show. He also he also mentioned, like, in terms of the Grand Prix, how, you know, for like a thousand person Grand Prix at, you know, $40 each, they take in $40,000, but only pay out 30, and what a joke that is. Like. Yeah, cause no one at the, at Wizards wants to make any money off of anything. Not to mention the venue. Right. I mean, venue, venues are free, judges work free. Wizards actually doesn't pay for these. These are, this is the tournament organized, or maybe in Europe they do. But, uh, it's actually tournament organized. Right, but, uh, but okay. But the Wizards employees still have to get paid. I mean, the the whole the I mean, come on. What, you so, mean the website doesn't update itself uh, with like no. tournament results. I thought well, that all happened like automatically. The, you didn't have to pay anyone for that. The coverage is free too. Like the same. It's the same thing with people that that say that that MTGO that all the cards on there should just be like free because oh god, how you should have a subscription account where you pay like yeah, fifteen dollars a month and you have every card. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the big problems is even if not the subscription thing, like people think you should just buy in and then you can play forever because as they put it, like with the cards that you get on there, I hate paying for them because it's not costing Wizards anything. They must oh, think no. that the servers that run this whole thing are free, not to mention the bandwidth and the connection that it takes to be able to run this is free, not to mention the employees it takes to make sure that stuff stays up. I mean, there's That's a lot okay. of things that yeah, I mean, I no, granted, granted, like, there, there are those of us that argue they aren't doing the best job in the world at keeping it up to date. Right. And working well. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, once it gets out of Wizards' hands, you know, they charge for the packs, that's it. That, you know, done and done. Like, but, you know, okay, fine, fucking cost you fucking $4 for a fucking pack of cards. This might be in it, that might be in it. But one of the things that, like, you know, I look at, it, like, I've talked to, about a lot like with Maddie before is like okay the, it's the whole secondary economy it's the same thing as fucking wizards selling you fucking packs of cards those little fucking cardboard cards don't cost 
much at all. The, the the packs that they seal up and they send out to the fucking consumer don't cost much at all. Then you've got, right. you know, it, it probably, you know, and I don't know the numbers on it, but I'm sure it's not too far off of what it cost. You know, when you, like, break it all down, the overhead of what it costs to fucking have your people fucking, you know, wizards as a whole figure out the whole everything that's going on with magic here you know the way your cards interact shit like that like the research team you know everybody that works for wizards and then they branch it off in a moto and they branch it off in a paper and those paper cards don't cost them shit to fucking print so all those trash cards that are in your shoebox cost the same amount for them to print as you know your your jaces and shit like that that are you know you know, your foil jaces that are, you know, might cost them a little bit more because there's foil on top. But, like, it still costs them the same amount. Same thing with the fucking digital side of it, but then they've got a fucking digital site to run. It's the secondary market that actually makes it expensive. Right, exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's what's Magic printed Online on the fucking cheaper, card though. that... It's still what's cheap. That? Yeah, Online and Magic is, Online is, is much cheaper. It's dramatically cheaper, which kind of eliminates all the arguments about how... They need to like continue to make it cheaper. Like it's already the cheaper option. No, that's that's what I'm getting at. It, like, it, really? although like, that might I, be that's not what it that sounds might be hard to find in my yelling about shit. But <laughs> that's exactly what I'm getting at. I, I think that Moto is fucking fine the way it is. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I can't say that. Let me take that back. I think that the bitch about like oh making Moto cheaper. Is, is, no, the, like, it, it, it's fine, you know, the, the $10 it takes you to fucking jump on and start playing, like, you know, th- there's a whole other argument there with, with getting into the game on Moto that I'm not even gonna fucking touch because I just did that fucking two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, Ooh, that's totally um, cool. I do, I do believe, like, you know, the very basics of it are, like, you, you, you pay your $10 to get on Moto and, and start, and then you're just completely lost. And, you know, as a newer player, you don't fucking get it. Like, it's, you know, you get a bunch of gold-bordered cards that are completely worthless. I honestly think they should just fucking, you know, same as they release a fucking pre-con deck, or, well, like, five pre-con decks with every fucking set that comes out. You know what? You pay your $10 to get on Moto. You get to pick a fucking pre-con deck. Or, you know what? Fuck it. Bump it up to 15 if it's that big of a fucking deal. But, you know what? You you jump on Moto. You get a pre-con deck. That you can actually use the cards for something, and then and then go in and and start playing. And, you know, just like if you were to walk into a fucking card store and be like, I don't know what this fucking game is. This seems interesting. I'm gonna buy one of these fucking you know the the green white humans deck. You know, fuck it. I, I'm gonna spend fucking ten dollars on this. I'm gonna start playing. You know, there might be a couple cards in there that are worth a few bucks. All right, cool. If you want to start trading those cards off and 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 you know. Going fucking Tangent or Medina and fucking working your way up, cool. If you want to just play that fucking deck and and keep doing it and then buy some cards to add to it and subtract from it, that's that's fucking fine. But with Moto, the only thing that bothers me is that you pay your fucking $10 to get your account, and then you get a bunch of gold-bordered cards, and you don't know what to do with them. <laughs> and then, you know, if 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 you don't know... The ins and outs of it. You just, you're like, oh, sweet. I got a bunch of cards and you build a deck and then you jump in to try to right, play but hold on. games. Who's, with who's actually learning how to play magic on Moto? Not playing paper magic first. Well, a lot of people, you usually start, you might start like get the very, very basics, but people definitely become a lot better with the rules and what, what's what on Moto if they, 
if they like just freshly learned how to play the paper game. Right, but if you even if like by the time you've graduated to Moto, there's a pretty good chance that you you already know gold border cards aren't legal. Okay, well not necessarily though. What I heard a lot of like happened in the beginning. What was that, Kevy? I said I didn't at all. I had no fucking clue. When I jumped on Moto, that's why I hated it. I jumped on, I had a bunch of gold bordered cards. I knew nothing about this thing. I had just, you know, came back from like a long period of time of not playing Magic. I just knew that, you know, how to play Magic. I jumped on Moto and I was like, this is awful. This is terrible. And like I, I, I did, you, did you build a deck with partly gold bordered cards or whatever and then end up trying to save it and it wouldn't let you or something? Well, and so you go in and it's not legal. Well, I actually, like, I got, I bought a couple booster packs, which, I mean, people might not even do. You know, people might just get their gold-bordered cards and build a deck out of it. But I was like, all right, cool, you know, I, I know a little bit about this game, I'm smart. And so I fucking, <laughs> I got my gold-bordered card, uh-huh. I bought a couple packs, and I built a little fucking deck. I just wanted to go on and play a little bit and see what happens. But, of course, the deck's not legal. It doesn't tell you yeah. why. Like, you know, your deck's not legal, your gold border, gold border cards. And you're like, well, what, you guys... I don't even can't... think it says that. You just have to, like, yeah, try No, it out. tells you exactly why it's not legal. It, it, tells you, it tells you that you can't have gold border cards in your shit. So then... Oh, does oh, it say gold now, border? Now me, Walker or something. It, it does say something along those lines. It's been a long time, but it does say something along those lines. So I got confused, okay. and I was like, well, what the fuck is this? All right, you know what? Fuck it. And I, the only reason I came back to Moto and forced myself into it, because I went back to paper for a while, and I didn't have the people to play with. Like, it, I had one person to play with, basically. Um, and it, we played back and forth, and, I, and then I got more into, like, the competitive side of Magic, and I actually wanted to play and, and, and get more into it, and I had nobody to do that with. So I jumped back on a Moto, because, like, your Moto Hero article got me into it. And you son of a bitch, by the way. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but you, your, your shit got me back. And I was like, you know what? That's right. I, I don't have anybody to play with. I'm going to jump back on Moto. And then I, I spent way too much fucking money doing okay, it. Okay. So, so speaking of, speaking of Moto, right? Since it, and getting into it and everything, uh, Maddie, actually, your, your homeboy asked us, uh, how how we feel about people selling their paper collections to go pure MTGO if those people are stupid? We're supposed to to uh, to let them in. So while you're you're talking about that, <laughs> do you feel like it's good that you're that you went over to MTGO? Would you rather be in paper? Would you sell your collection to be on MTGO, or would you rather be able to play paper too? I absolutely would rather be on Moto, and that's like my personal opinion. And that's just because of the situation I'm in. Um, yeah. I, I will give the other side. There's a different feeling of having those paper cards in your hand. And, and like, I also feel like that that's kind of fleeting. That's going to eventually, like, this game is not going to stay here for very long. Like, it's not going to stay in paper for very long. Um, I feel uh, like, what? <laughs> I, I, I don't think like, so. I feel I feel like this game is going to end up digital, period. I mean, it, that's just in general. Dude, no, hold on. There's 10 million, like, they constantly, constantly release checks, the numbers. How many checks do you write out a day, Jeeves? Not enough. How many checks do you write out compared to how many times you swipe your fucking debit card? 
<laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant checks for buying cards. No, here's no, the thing. Here, no, checks you write out a day as opposed to how many times you... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys asked for it. This is not optional. So here's the thing. We know that, you know, ten years ago there were a million people playing Magic. Now there are ten million people. Magic Online is like ten years old now, at this point. They won't tell us how many people play Magic Online. They, like, they specifically, cause I've, I've even asked them and they've specifically said we don't release that information. Okay. I'm guessing it's probably well under a million. Like, probably in the tens of thousands of unique, pl- like, people. Granted, some of them have, di- uh, multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I think you're a little off in saying that it will never happen, but I think that if, that it would require magic being around for not just, not just 20 more years, but like, you know, a hundred years, because eventually there's going to be a point when, when paper is just ancient history and there, everything's going to be done digitally. I see that aspect of it, but I mean, I think thinking that it's around the corner is, is not very realistic because fact of the matter is, is they make way, way, way too much on those paper cards and there's no way that they're going to, if, if they can, if they can basically make money off of, you know, the, this, this digital, uh, the digital cards that don't really actually require them to produce anything. Okay. Right. And they, and they can continue to also make money on, in every Walmart and card store in the United States and the world for that matter. And they're going to keep doing both as long as they can. They're going to milk whatever cow until it's no longer profitable and then they will stop doing it. Right, and, and remember, remember that time on Jinx Idol's tangent when we talked about the beta client and how m- much we both hated it. Yeah, you think everyone's gonna leave Paper Magic for that shit? Like, no, no. That, like not a chance. No. It's like maybe in the very, very distant future. This is and, something and, and, and he was that here. A whole new he was there too. for that for that <laughs> yeah. show. By the way, he was oh, actually yeah. on that episode. So. Well, no, that, I, that I opens up a whole new can of worms. I, I don't, I don't honestly believe that, like, yeah, I, I don't think that, like, the, the whole paper side of magic is gonna collapse to the fucking client that we have now. No. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, at some point, you know, and, and I've said this before, I, I think that, like, at some point, you know, it, it, this is what's happening. Like, you know, we are all going digitally in, in every aspect of our lives. Uh, you know, newspapers at this point, <laughs> like, newspapers are obsolete because nobody gives a shit anymore. Even the old grandpa, like me, yelling at the screen is just, you know, <laughs> still has an internet connection and it's just so much easier to do it that way. And, and, and now granted, like, there's, you know, card collecting at, you know, as its own thing, that's fine, and, and I think that this will hold out for a while, but I, my honest opinion on it is, is like, at some point, and I think it will be sooner than later that this is going to go completely to a digital game or like it's going to phase out completely. Either it's going to continue as a digital game. It's going to grow and magic because I mean, it, this game's amazing. It's, it's fucking awesome. We all love it. That's why we're here. But I think that this game is going to continue to grow in a digital direction. And that's what it's going to be just like everything else in the fucking world or it's going to die out, and then, you know, yeah, you're still going to have some fucking old fucks sitting around, you know, 
our age just clinging to the fucking dream, you know, playing fucking legacy. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. Like, you know, or like it, it's going to progress in a digital fucking direction that like it's going to take over all of it completely. Because I mean, fuck, do you still collect baseball cards? I mean, I did back when I was younger when that was like the the way you got that but you know baseball cards and hockey cards and shit like that they you know nobody gives a shit about those anymore yeah people give a shit about the fuck the ones that are worth fucking 10 grand because they're this random ass crazy fucking super rare thing but nobody gives a shit about them anymore and they've completely fucking fallen off like i mean yeah you can go into walmart and you can buy baseball cards but nobody gives a shit about those anymore like okay so it's the same like, thing you don't know you obviously don't understand at all why people don't care about that anymore, though. Mm, like, apparently not. No, not at all. Uh, so ignorant. Just want to slap the shit out of you. But that's uh, why you got me on here. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> I, yeah, he, he got you on here so that he could try and look smarter, but it, he doesn't succeed yeah, at that I, either. I want to so. exactly. feel like a big man and just use you as a punching bag. And, mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> No, like, the reason base, like, no one cares about baseball cards anymore because baseball cards are worthless. The reason baseball cards are worthless is because of the speculation boom in the There's 80s no and 90s. Baseball. <laughs> no, baseball's awesome, fuck you. No, it's because of the speculation boom in the 80s and 90s, where, like, in the 70s, all of a sudden all these collectibles started being worth a lot of money, so everyone wanted to buy stuff, but they wanted to buy it new so it would be worth money later, and it, like, it destroyed the sports card market, it almost destroyed comics, like, just, Everything from the 80s and 90s became worthless, and it was really hard. Like, just so many things stopped existing as a result of this. Right. No, I get that, but, like, what you're saying is, like, at some point, you know, give it, you know, say, okay, 10 years in the future. Um, all of these cardboard magic cards, mm. um, you know, granted, like, you, no matter how playable they are in whatever format that Wizards might come up with, um, all of these cardboard cards, at some point in the future, like, nobody's, like, are, are people going to stop caring? Like, Why would they? I, 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 I think they would. Like, I, you know, my personal opinion is, like, okay, if this if this game progresses forward like it does, like, you know, are, is this going to be the only game on the planet still, you know, popping out cardboard cards? <laughs> and, like, when everybody else is playing the, the video game version of it, like, for lack of a better term, and, uh, you know... Like, you're talking like this has already happened, and, like, Magic is somehow falling behind, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and every other card game. That's not the reality of the situation. No, that is not the reality. forever away, if it's even going to happen. I don't even think it's forever away, though. I think it's within the next, like, few years, like... Well, you're really dumb, then. (laughs) And and that's fine. Hold on to your collection, Jeeps. Like... I will. like, Like, hold on to it for dear life, and then, like... When all it is is just, like, covers for you, like, kind of like homeless people use newspaper now. Like, there aren't going to be newspapers here in five years. So when you're homeless and you have this fucking collection of foil fucking awesome and nobody gives a shit about it anymore because it's not relevant, then, you know, what are you going to do with it? Like, all the money you've spent on these paper cards. And don't get me wrong. This, I could be completely wrong about this, but this is my feeling on it. This fucking ridiculous collection that you have that is worth so much fucking money, so much time and fucking money you've invested into it. When this format, or when, when this game ends up being completely digital and those cards are fucking worthless, like what do you, 
What are you going to do with them? You know what? If we ever reach the point where my collection, as it is now, is worthless, you can have it. Except actually you can't, because I But I don't it. want it, because it's going to be worthless. Well, no, here's the other thing. Like, you want to talk about in the future. In the future, at some point, magic will cease to exist. Hopefully that's way, way, way down the road. But, like, at some point it's going to happen. It's just a matter of fact. Like, there's a limit to how much they can possibly do, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. When that happens, your digital cards will be worthless, because Wizards isn't going to pay to keep running Magic Online. But there will still be people who will want to play with the paper ones for, like, crazy old retroness. Yeah. So if you want to conjecture about things down the future that, like, are totally not relevant to life today, the paper ones will be more relevant. I don't so see fair. it. I don't, I don't see the, the paper ones being more relevant, because I, I, I feel like it will continue. I think this it's a great game. I think it will continue to grow digitally. It, all it takes is fucking Wizard saying... You know, Hasbro, Daddy, I need this, like, finally, <laughs> and, and getting, you know, people, the grown-ups to actually run, you know, design their programs. Right, and, but, like, if everything was digital, that destroys all, like, professional play. There'd be no more Grand Prix, there'd be no more Pro Tour, there'd be no more World Championship, because right. no one would care. Like, we're all going to Vegas to hang out for the Grand Prix, and the Grand Prix is an awesome oh. event. But but so but like, like okay. if it if it was all online like stuff like that would never happen. No one I, I, I get that. Yeah, I completely if they existed. I completely get that. But look at um like okay the StarCraft tournaments compared to um what like the the Magic Pro Tour tournaments. But look at like the StarCraft tournaments like the Asians just fucking killing it playing StarCraft like playing video games like and not That's even like video games are entertaining to watch. Magic is the shittiest spectator sport I have ever seen. And that's, that's, that's strictly a point of view. Like, honestly, like, StarCraft and Street Fighter fucking get, like, those, like, I don't have any interest watching those whatsoever. Because I don't have any interest in watching any of it. That's but, but I actually... If I was I, going to I, watch, I would much rather watch Street Fighter where things are happening than watch Magic where it's very slow-paced, like, you watch people do stupid things sometimes. You listen to commentators say stupid things. Yeah, I mean, you get that, but that surprises me, because, like, this game has so much more thought to it. Like, you've got a game where it's mashing on buttons, and, like, there's some animation to it. Well, it's way more than... Like, there's a lot of strategy and thought in that as well. It's just much faster paced. I don't know. And, and I, I could... I'm probably... You have ne- obviously never played any, like, high-level fighting games oh for fuck's sake no because i you know i grew up playing street fighter and mortal Kombat, and like it is what it is like you know you 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 know you can get the combos down you can mash on buttons but like it it seems to me there's way more strategy in you know uh i don't know how many thousands of cards are out there like a card pool there's not more there's obviously more strategy it seems slow and, and and again, that's that's just a personal opinion. Like right, I, say, I mean, like it's, I just because you don't care, like that doesn't mean you just get to make some blanket sweep. Like, nope, you know, fighting, fighting game true. tournaments aren't nothing but a thousand people playing as Eddie Gordo, just mashing buttons to see what happens. Do you remember who you're talking to? I am allowed to make some blanket sweep because I don't care. <laughs> anyway, the point I was making is. You get into the digital side of things, and you've got fucking, you know, you've got StarCraft. Like, these tournaments are way bigger than fucking any, you know, paper magic fucking pro tour tournament 
ever. And yet, the, the, like, that side of it, like, you know. Wait, so, I'm sorry, say that I just got a text from Tangent. Apparently he has uh, now been booted. I didn't even notice that he's just <laughs> quiet. Uh, is just trying to ruin so everything. Magic and online events, et cetera, et cetera. What were you saying? Well, well, what I was getting at is, okay, you got fucking, my point, I was trying to make magic going the digital direction, and you told me that, like, at some point, magic is going to fall off completely, and the only reason it's going to be, you know, anybody's going to play magic are these vintage-ass paper cards, just for nostalgia purposes, but... Like, or cockatrice, but... What's that? I said or cockatrice for the digital version. <laughs> well, but or you have this like they move forward with the digital side of it because you know you've got StarCraft tournaments that are you know have sixty. Well, 000. all right. Before before you say all any of this other bullshit, I don't care about. Um, let's focus. Let's look at something else too. Magic Online tournaments cannot pay cash. Mm-hmm. That is the entire reason there are professional players is because they can get paid money. It is impossible for that. Not impossible. Well. As they are now, they, it is impossible for them to pay cash. The only way they can do that is if Magic becomes officially gambling, which is the absolute last thing they want. They have made huge, even to the point where like, if you win, if you win a PTQ online, they can't actually buy you your plane ticket, which is, which is normally what happens when you win a PTQ is they'll buy you your plane ticket to wherever. If you win a PTQ online, you get invited to the Pro Tour, and then if you show up, then you get to play in like, some nothing like this event doesn't matter tournament where everyone wins a thousand dollars, and that's how they pay you back for you know having to front the money for the ticket. So okay, like yeah, that's a that. huge deal. Like you, it's not even like just a logistical thing or like a who the fuck would care. They can't have high level competition online because they can't pay money unless you actually want magic to just be poker, you know, like that faggot on Channel Fireball, in which case just but, go play poker. Okay, can you can you not like are are there not ways you can redeem your tickets for cash? No. You can not through wizards, but well not through wizards, but like that's the entire point. Like no one wants no one wants to be to like win the world championship to be given an errand. Like I don't want to win the world championship in being told like here's 10,000 tickets. Have fun turning them into money. Right. I, I mean, I can see that right now being an issue. But, okay, like, if you give me 10,000 tickets, like, for winning a fucking a game, like, I'm sorry. I, like, I wouldn't have a problem with going and running an errand real quick to turn it into $10,000 or even fucking $99,000. Like, if I were able to win an event... Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because of the law and, and logistics and shit like that. Did you mean 9,900 because you actually just severely increased the amount? Oh, yeah, probably. I, yeah. I, I have been drinking. <laughs> but I, no, like, I seriously, like, I, I wouldn't have a problem taking a little bit of a hit. Maybe that's just me coming from theater. Well, you would have to. You would have to take a hit because tickets aren't worth a dollar. Then you'd have to take another hit from how you're selling them. And or how, how hard is it for Wizards to fucking have an outside company that just fucking handles it for you? Well, why would they do that? What benefit is there to them? They already don't want tickets to be currency, but they are. Okay. Like, yeah. also, like, the economy would completely crash if this happened. Like, the Wizards are, are the Magic Online economy, not, like, right. the world economy that's already crashing. 
Because if they're paying out these tens of thousands of tickets for events for you to convert them to money, like, back in the day, event tickets were worth, like, 60 or 70 cents, I think, maybe less. Now they're actually worth close to a dollar. But if you right. have if you have events, like, high-level events, that all of a sudden, like, you know, like every Grand Prix, here's 30,000 tickets at, just added to the economy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hyperinflation. That's just going to, com- like, lower the value of everything. And that's bad. I don't. I hopefully I don't have to explain to you. That yeah. You, no. No. I get that. Like it, you know, I again. <laughs> this is just my <laughs> my base instinct on it. Like it, you you are actually teaching me a few things here and there, which probably not like <laughs> shit that needs to be on the cast. <laughs> no, it does because I'm, sure I'm not the only idiot out there. <laughs> No, but, like, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, when you look at it from a broader spectrum, like, I get that. I, it doesn't change the fact that I think that, it, like, I think that this is going to turn to a digital game or it's going to die. You know, but, it, it, like, you bring up years down the line, but that's nothing that's going to happen soon. Because, again, mm-hmm. like, that's, again, no one need- starts with Magic Online. They start either, like, from friends, like, they start in stores now, some now people are starting with Duel of the Planeswalkers because it's a very simple and self-contained thing. Yeah. So you don't have to build decks. You don't have to understand all the tournament rules. It teaches you. But then they graduate from Duels of the Planeswalkers. People don't go from that to Magic Online. They go from that to here's coupons to go to a store so I can go get free cards and then play with these and meet people to play with and buy cards at this store. Yeah, but you're talking to a a huge generation full of people that like don't have any social skills. Um, but Magic is a social game. Magic Online removes the social element. Right. I get like, that. The well, longer they can wait... Like, I don't doubt that at some point, again, in the distant future, it would be kind of, like, non-optional. Mm-hmm. But the longer they can put that off, the better, because you're removing an entire aspect of the game. Plus, like, Magic Online can't even do everything. Like, there's so many things I would want to do that you can't do online. Mm, like, you can't, like what? you can't have an eight-person commander game, or just, like, eight-person multiplayer. Yeah. Like, it's you can't do it. There's a limit to how big your deck can be. Like, if I right. want to play, like, a four-man, like, thousand-card Highlander game, mm-hmm. we, like, you can't do it. And so there's right. just, there's huge restrictions in that regard as well. And I shouldn't say huge restrictions in terms of, like, you know, massive deck size and stuff. But in terms of number of players, yeah, like, I like to play with my friends. I prefer, I much prefer, like, an eight- or ten-person game to a three- or four-person game. Well, and so you're telling me that, that, like, uh, obviously, you know, you can't do that now. Um, But, you you know, this is one of the big fucking issues with, you know, Magic Online and, like, what, how far they've gone with it. Like, you're telling me that's, like, impossible like digitally impossible to do that or just with the the current client or the client within the next fucking few years. I'm not saying it's it's not saying it's digitally impossible. Obviously it's possible, you know. We would we would need more powerful processors and stuff. Mm -hmm. But so to do it, yes, it's possible. Is it feasible or enjoyable though is the other thing. Because like you know, I have a I have a pretty big laptop. I think I have like a seventeen inch screen and it's literally in my lap. I cannot possibly be closer to this screen than I am. I could not fit eight people's game states on my screen and still have, like, 
I can't I mean, fit eight people's game states on my screen either. Right, like, <laughs> you just, you can't do it. So now, even, like, even as the technology advances, there's still restrictions to that, unless, you know, all of a sudden we're expected to have three or four monitors. But then because it's not a social aspect, if someone wants to go to the bathroom, like, and you can't have house rules and stuff either, um... Because when we play EDH, like, you know, a game will normally last about an hour, so I normally go out and smoke between games. Right. But, like, I I'm, know I've mentioned this before, too. Hey, Tangent's back. Um, we have this, We have this thing uh, with my friends that we do called, um, it's called a time walk die, where mm-hmm. if someone if someone has to leave the room, either if they have to go to the bathroom or if I'm out smoking and it's their turn, they get a die, and that die is an extra turn. So, like, because... Especially at the beginning of a game, like, the first three or four turns, I'm probably not doing anything. Like, I'll look at my hand and see if I have, like, a howling line or rates of flourishing or something. Um, but assuming I don't, which I most likely do not, then I'll be like, alright, you know, I'm not doing anything the first few turns, I'm gonna go outside, and I'll come back and I'll have, you know, a die on, like, two or three, and I just, I take that many extra turns so that I, you know, so that I'm not slowing the entire game down. Right. You can't do stuff like that online. And if That's I'm playing, true. if I'm playing EDH, like, I mean, you can't have... Chaos Orb isn't online anyway. It wouldn't work. But, like, we can't say, like, oh, well, we want to play EDH, but, like, Chaos Warp is legal because it's fun. Or right. you know, such and such other things. But, like, uh, okay, you know, back to the... There are always going to be things like that that you can't do. Like, but at the same time, like, you can't... <laughs> if... If newspapers fall off completely, you can't wash your fucking window with a newspaper either. <laughs> it doesn't mean people are going to want it to stay around because of that. The, yeah, but this isn't washing your window with a newspaper. No, what I'm saying is, uh, like, they're going to, like, you know, there are pluses and minuses. There are pros and cons to fucking digital and paper. I just... What is the pro to everyone playing digitally instead of on paper? Because I can list you a billion cons... And aside from Wizards makes more money, I can't list a single pro. I just, I, I feel, and this from my side of things is because okay, I, the I only can play. Pro, the only the only pro is you can play. Is then everyone can play any format they want, anytime they want, assuming exactly. they have the cards for. Which which is a huge fucking pro. That's a, like you can play whenever you want, whenever you have the time for it. You don't have to deal with the shitty people down at your local card store. Or if you don't have a local game store to go play at, or if your, you know, your time doesn't allow it. I mean, like, you know, we don't, I don't mean this in a bad way, but we don't all work at a fucking, a game store or a comic book store. Like, <laughs> you know, I have to be able to balance my fucking, like, I love this right, game. I get, to, I play less magic because I work there. That's the only re- the only reason I have a Magic Online account is because I work in that store, which limits how much actual Magic I get to play. Change is gone again. Yeah, he is. Don't worry about him. It's his fucking wooden computer again. Man, I thought I was gonna be the problem tonight. <laughs> well, you are, but it's because of all that stuff you're saying, not because of the internet. <laughs> do you Do you want me to take the other side? I'm really good at debate. Real? How I'll so? I'll jump on your side if you want. You like. Being, like, being willing to argue both sides doesn't make you good. Like, like the false analogy of, uh, you know, paper magic is like washing your window with a newspaper. Like, that's not good debate. You should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm going to continue to scope no, you that, because you're just going to take I, it. I, I believe that was a good analogy. <laughs> no, that is, like, 
<sighs> All right. New topic time. Um, <laughs> is it new topic time? <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're moving on because I just I can't deal with this right now. Tanner's computer sucks. Shit. All right. Um, I'm not even asking. I'm not asking the other Moto question because I don't want to talk about Moto anymore. Um, but uh, Polish Tamales asked us this, which is: Is it kosher to heckle fat friends that make excuses not to exercise when they're not genetically fat? Ooh, I had. <laughs> Go ahead. You say what you have to, Jeeves. No, I'll, I'm actually I'm gonna give you the floor here. I want I want to give you the opportunity to be right first before reaming you. Well, my my first instinct to this, <laughs> I got yelled at for not just letting it go for the show, was uh, feed him chocolate until it becomes real diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then see if that causes some sort of spark <laughs> but uh i i don't know like i is it kosher <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know much about the jewish laws <laughs> yeah go right ahead make fun of them all you want to because <laughs> basically what it comes down to is like if, if they don't care about themselves enough hopefully they have a friend like you that cares enough to give them shit about it yeah i agree like Although I will say, I've said this before, like, I said sarcastically, of course, but like, there's nothing funnier than a fat guy making fun of another fat guy for being fat. Like, I, I remember showing up at a magic tournament, and like, there was this kid, and he was, he was really overweight. Um, but he was also like 13, he hadn't had that big growth spurt, and he actually did a couple years later, and wasn't so fat anymore. Um, but he showed up, and like, there's this group of, like, three guys in, like, their 20s making fun of this kid for how fat he was. But these guys were all at least, like, 250 pounds and shorter than me. Like, I've hit 250 before, which is when I feel completely disgusted and want to slit my wrists. Um, but I'm also 6'2". These guys were not. And, like, so, and one of them was actually probably, like, three bills. And is still making fun of someone else for being fat. And, like, so I don't know what's going through your mind exactly when you do that. But in general, yeah, like, if you're, if you can make fun of people for being fat, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't even understand the whole genetically fat thing. Like, that just sounds like bullshit to me. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm six foot tall. I've weighed 150 pounds since high school, and I can't gain weight to save my life. <laughs> Sorry. Alright, you can have some of mine. God, I can't even. It's amazing how big a difference, like, a couple inches makes. That's what she said. But, um... <laughs> no shit. Because, yeah, like, I'd be dead at 150 pounds. So I can't even imagine, like, being that my entire life. See, and, and, and this is what's great, too, is, like, from what I know of you, you are just, like, this angry little man that is a, your Twitter avatar. <laughs> I don't know what you look like. <laughs> As, as well as I've gotten to know you, I don't even know what the fuck you look like. So I, I'm waiting to see what you actually look like when you show up in Vegas. And I'll be like, <laughs> that's not you. You're not the long-haired screaming guy from your Twitter avatar. No, my hair's not that. It's long-ish. It's never, like, that long. I don't have a beard anymore. And even well, when I did, it wasn't like that. Like, <laughs> I, will, I am not Dr. Vink. I'll never be Dr. Vink. I wish I was. But, See, I I can like I'm. You guys know what I look like. I mean, if you guys are listening to me and talking about it, like 
My Twitter avatar, you know what I look like, so there's no fucking Your Twitter avatar is a cartoon. He looks like he's probably... Oh, yeah, okay. Well, the the, the Twitter avatar is a picture of me, but then if you go to any of the pictures on my Twitter or my Facebook, it's like, it's, you know, me. (laughs) Yeah. I've got this other outside of my house persona that, you know, (laughs) I've I've had to, for the last quite a few years, be a... I have pictures of me out there, so... I don't know. I don't get to hide behind an avatar, Jeebs. I don't know what you're trying to say here, buddy, but I don't think I like it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen any real pictures of you, and I think you should uh, just suck it up and do it. <sighs> I'll explain this off the air. I'm sick of explaining this whole thing. <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't have to explain shit off the air. I'm just trying to fucking <laughs> doing it. All right, but um. Okay, so next uh, question. <laughs> Um, well, I think that's actually about it. Okay. uh, I think that was all the topics. Someone asked about power on, uh, on Moto. I just... I don't know anything about power, so I'm not going to help there. I just couldn't be bothered right now, so I'm not going to help there. Yeah, we're so good at this podcast game. Like, just that whole argument regarding, uh... Yeah, it it drained me a lot, too, and I don't even remember what side of it I was on. Uh, (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Like you know more about this game than I do. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure I was on the losing side of that argument, but I still don't remember what the fuck it was about. Uh, it was about magic and paper and magical paper. Oh, yeah. Well, well, no, no. Now right back into it. You're wrong. Just no reason. You just want to say I'm wrong. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, we are so done with that. Um, so, but unless you have anything else, I think that brings us to shoutouts. Ah, shoutouts. Yay. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and start us off? Okay. Well, um, I'm going to give a shout-out to you and Tangent for uh, bringing me on to this cast, although we haven't got it like fully running with all three of us yet. You <laughs> um, we were doing so well. Yeah, thank you guys for you know giving me an opportunity to be on this podcast. I, I dig it. Um, and uh, I get to give a... Huge shout out to Maddie because like uh, other, <laughs> if it weren't for Maddie, I wouldn't be doing any podcasting at all. Like he forced me into it. It's probably the same shout outs. Oh no, the same the shout outs I had last time were just uh, myself and yours and Tangent's mothers. That is correct. So, uh, go ahead and uh, give them another shout out. <laughs> sure, they appreciate it. Because <laughs> oh God, I love them. Um, but yeah, uh, Maddie for getting me into this podcast thing, fucking you, the old public enemies for, well, starting me listening to this shit. I don't know. Some other people, uh, I don't know, fill in the blank. Like if you want a shout out, just put your name in here. Just record an audio clip. Hold on. Shout out to, all right, just fill your name in there and then, you know, you'll be good. I don't have anybody else to shout out. Understandable. Fuck, man, I don't know. I don't really care about... Like, shout-out to bitches and hoes? Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it's it's really just hard to care about other people right now. Oh, one, one a, a huge, huge shout-out for fucking Tangent for leaving me alone with Jeebus for, like, an hour. <laughs> it was not that long. Uh, maybe it was. We were arguing for quite a bit there. Because you were just that wrong. Yeah. It, oh, it's not that I was wrong. It was just that you haven't accepted it yet. No, I've, yeah, I've accepted that you're wrong. Leaving me alone with Jeebus for an hour and and trying to make this work. I've got... 
I've got this guy. <laughs> I don't know what this guy. Wow, Tangent, like, I don't think I understood just how serious Tangent was about you, like, interrupting people's shoutouts. Good on you. Uh, <laughs> I started shouting out yet? Well, I was like, trying to, I was trying to think of them, but then I realized I didn't care about anything. Like. Okay, go ahead. Right. Like, it's just so hard to care about other people when I'm so awesome, you know? It's gotta be someone I wanna give a shout out to. Like, when, like, my default is normally I give a shout out to bitches and hoes, but they're, you know, they're not number one on my list right now. That makes me sound wicked gay. Uh, let me rephrase that. I got nothing. Wow. Like, this is the one time I actually want you to interrupt me, and you're totally not doing it. Just gonna let me flounder around here. Alright. Hello? Hello? Sorry. I was, I was muted for a minute. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought being, you were actually just fucking with me. Are you, I was being, are you still shouting out? No, I couldn't, I couldn't think of anyone to shout out to, and then, like, I totally walked into a joke, and, uh, but you didn't hear it, so you didn't get to, you didn't get to make a joke. Alright, well, um... I guess that's it. Wait, hold on. Shout somebody out so I can interrupt it. Alright, shout out to... Oh, that was your cue to interrupt. I guess shout out to Tangent for the five minutes he was here. We can do that. And, um... Everyone else can fuck off. That's my line. Too late. (laughs) Alright, show's over. Go fuck yourselves. Good night, bitches. Suckers, so I'm MCs who can't rock again, so don't cut the cheese. Take this application of rhymes like these. My rap's red hot, 110 degrees. So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing. Bet on that you'll be disgracing. You and your mind for my beat for my rhymes. A time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my Uzi ways to come because I'm public enemy. Number 